I don't think anyone realizes how dumb dancing is. Third season, we're going to go off the wall and get, like, Alfred Hitchcock's corpse. Oh, you got a little poop in my chicken salad. wouldn't let me watch that when I was four. That that scene specifically, they let me watch the other ones. Pulls the beating heart out. He goes underneath the in the fire pit and the flame. Yeah, and comes out of the yeah, heart. It's, it's freaky, dude. It was it's awesome. Up. I mean, yeah. Now he's standing there with a up. flaming heart, just <laughs> <laughs> fantastic, Seven fantastic, levels, dude. Holy crap, fantastic. All right, so welcome back to another episode of HPE. I am your host, Joseph Galleon. And joining me this week is your boy. Can I do your full name? Some sure. people don't like full names. Dylan never let me say his last name. It's whatever. I don't care. Dylan needs to come back sometime. Anyway, Bennett Todd. Hey guys. So Dylan. Uh, oh my gosh! What the crap? Do I look like Dylan? <gasps> I'm not Dylan. I'm sorry. I was talking to Dylan so much during that sound class. It's uh, fine. <laughs> it's, it's very fine. professional. It's fine. Uh, Bennett. Hey. What do you do for a living? So, professionally, I'm a grip and electrician in the film industry. Mm-hmm. I teach here at Cape Fear Community College, and I work at Cine Partners currently. But I just got off the show Halloween Kills, and before that it was Righteous Gemstones, and before that it was Uncle Frank, and before that it was Swamp Thing. Those were kind of not really my introductory, but kind of big budget stuff. Heck yeah. Well, okay, I'm going to kind of go through those four that you mentioned real quick. So. Okay. I'll ask a question about each one just because that's really interesting. Okay. Uh, Swamp Thing, first of all. When did you find out it got canceled? I found out Swamp Thing got canceled. I was on the set of Calamity, which is a independent project. Got word of it. And I was just like, okay. I did one episode, so I'm just like, okay, whatever. You were only on one? Mm-hmm. Episode eight. Got you. I still need to watch it. It's good. I, I, I've heard great things about it, and I've watched the majority of the DC Universe shows. I just haven't watched that one. I think it, part of it was because it got canceled, which really puts a bad taste in everybody's mouth, I guess. Well, it's just politics. That's all it does. Everybody you know, wanted to blame that it was budgetary stuff. It was you know, lack of story, but mm-hmm. it's all politics, both Warner Brothers and disputes. Which is annoying because, like, I mean, James Wan on a Swamp Thing show, that's genius. Mm-hmm. And they even had the suit ready for Floronic Man in season two. Yep. Upset. I'm upset. Well, I mean, even before that, the episode count got cut. Yep. Which 13 a, to 10. That's just a bad sign to begin with, you know. know. Well, that was last minute. That's when they initially said it was canceled, that they went from 13 to 10. Mm. That sucks. Yeah, Crap, stuff dude. happens. Nah, that messed up, though. Um, You said after that, that was Uncle Frank. Yep. Okay, tell me, tell me about that. Which also, when is that movie coming out? 
It is going through the International Film Festival circuit, so it'll oh, be Sundance Tribeca, Got you. Um, Sundance Tribeca, and um, Cannes because it's directed by Alan Ball, who Academy Award winning screenwriter for dude. American Beauty. Look at you go! That's a pretty cool project to be on, dude. Mm-hmm. Starring Paul Bettany and Sophia Lilas from It, and yeah. dude, that's a heckin' good cast too. That's too good. The actors, list dude. goes on and on. There's Judy Greer. There is, um, oh my gosh, Steve Zahn, Stephen Root, Margot Martindale. It just went on and on and on. I was just like, okay, cool, okay, 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 cool, dude. Judy Greer is she in Knives Out? I can't mm, remember. Am I don't, I, f- I don't think she's in Knives Out, but she was in um, Jurassic World and Ant Ant Man. You're right. I'm just dumb. You're not dumb. Oh, wait, yeah, she's... She's the mom. Yeah, she's very good at crying. Yes, she is. She's very good. Like, that was her role in Jurassic World, which is upsetting, because she could do more than that. Her role was to cry. And I was like, all right, cool, thanks, appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> isn't that the most annoying thing when an, a really good actor gets cast for just, like, the tiniest bit role that has no substance at all? Or when they're typecasted. Looking yep. at you, Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage is playing himself... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm looking for the Declaration of Independence. We're, just, we're gonna go in. We're gonna steal the Declaration of Independence. Yeah. <laughs> and then we're gonna <laughs> recite the alphabet. A B C D. Anyway, we're just doing me. All my friends want to be the low rider. Low rider, <laughs> dude. Remember when he was Ghost Rider? I remember him beforehand when he actually was in. Good, good movies, movies wasn't straight direct like DVD. gone in 60 seconds fantastic movie and then he went off the deep end and then he did face off and then after that the wicker man oh i forgot the bees forgot about wicker man how can you forget about wicker man you don't it just never <laughs> leaves your subconscious <laughs> you don't you don't forget about it it's just there um okay uh Dude, what was it like on set for Uncle Frank? It was fun. Every uh, The cast and crew were tight niche. We were like a family, so... Heck yeah. Loving, and then hating, and then loving again. I mean, Sounds it was, like it was a fun cast. It was a fun cast until the show ended for me when I had my little spill. But yay, falling in a four-foot hole. Jeez, dude. But... You still got a lot to do on it, though. Yeah. So, I mean, that's... Well, cool. it, right after I got hurt, I mean, the group crew messaged me, like, every day, just checking up on me, so, yeah. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. So that's was, really cool. It's cool seeing stuff like that, just people being genuine and, and cool in a oh, professional yeah. setting, which isn't isn't something you always see. I don't know. It's Grip Fam. It's the Grip Fam. <laughs> All right. Um, tell me about Halloween, dude. Oh, wait. I skipped over Righteous Gemstones. Yeah, you skipped over tell Gemstones. Tell me about Righteous Gemstones. Gemstones dude. was crazy. <laughs> it was crazy, but it was super fun. It was super fun, long hours. Uh, from what my call sheet said, originally we were just going to do two episodes and close out for the rest of the season. Really? And then I looked at the episode count. I was like, wait a minute, I did this. Wait a minute, I did this too. Whoa, I did this too. So <laughs> instead of two episodes, we did four episodes in a week. Dude, four episodes in a week? In a week. That's insane. Well, when you split up into two units, you're able to cover a lot of more ground. Okay, that does make a lot of sense. But it puts a lot of strain on the actors and the crew. Mm-hmm. So, I was just like, I, 
What what episode is it? Hold on. You're going to pull out your IMDb. I'm going to pull it up on my IMDb page. Mm, your IMDb page? We also started reviewing on your IMDb. Is that a separate account? Or? No. Well, yes. It's it's my, my own personal bit. Have you only done Jojo Rabbit and Lighthouse? For now. Mm. I think I did. I did The Happy Time Murders, too. Oh, word. You know, I never saw that one. It's it's I heard it's okay. Things it's okay about it. Yeah, I'm I'm a big puppet guy, so for me, I was yeah, just like this is this awesome. is this is enjoyable. <laughs> but for other people, they're just like this is, this is weird puppet stuff. This is weird. This is raunchy puppets. I don't know about this, man. It's a those Stanley like plays the police chief or whatever Stanley from the office. Yeah, <laughs> zip it, <laughs> zip it. No, dang it. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what the bad thing about the mobile app it doesn't give you the listing episodes it just it's says a, yeah. the righteous gemstones four episodes I'm just it's like, like well yeah I, I know that I know that, that. I want to know what I worked on info if you don't mind is it is it do that always on the mobile app or mm. can you go deeper you well know, that's like what I'm Safari trying to do and... but it, it's it's being a pain in the butt so I'm not gonna well I'm glad you got any good stories from Righteous Gemstones that you can tell that are PG-13 enough? Mm, probably not so much because it's HBO. <laughs> the locations I can tell about, which were amazing. Charleston, right? Yes, it was Charleston Charleston's area. Charleston's a great area, dude. We filmed at five different mansions, including the Citadel Mall, which they turned transformed into a church. Absolutely insane. Like crazy, cool. blown away because I was an electrician set of a grip so mm-hmm. I was an electrician for those four episodes but the locations were amazing like after I wrapped up on a sound shoot Friday night which led in Saturday morning Friday long day long mm-hmm. day came back Monday morning because I left Wilmington at I think 2.30 3.30 in the morning to make call time at 6.30 jeez yeah, yeah, mm, that's a that's a rough drive. Fun times, dude. You know, I I put in the location to my my GPS and driving in, I'm like, I don't think I'm in the right place <laughs> because it was a multi million dollar mansion, dude, with a horse ranch right behind it. I'm like, I don't think I'm in the right place. I'm too poor for this. <laughs> But I look off into the distance beyond the horse ranch, and I start seeing the production trailer. So I'm like, oh, we are here. <laughs> and so I pull That's in. crazy. I pull into the back backside of this multi-million dollar mansion in my truck, and I'm like, I don't think I need to be driving on their grass. That's, what, that's the type of place where you get yelled out for walking on the grass. Like, hey, get off my grass! You got the, like, 30 signs out there that just says, keep off. But it, it was a beautiful location. I've got pictures of it, and it was spectacular. But to talk about the show, I can't really do it on this show. Which is fair enough. Dude, you're doing a really good job at keeping it... Under wraps? Yeah, and, this and, isn't my first interview, dear Justin. Oh, word. Okay, cool. I've done a lot of interviews. Oh, look at you being all fancy and crabby. Oh, <laughs> oh my. Oh, my. Little George my. <laughs> Okay, before we get into Halloween, if there was one show that's going on currently, right now, that you could be on, what would it be? I can't talk about it. You can't talk? Wait. Are you in talks? Hmm? About something? 
Wait, it, I mean, like, if you wanted to work on something, a show that's going right now, what would it be? Well, it's still in pre-pro, kind of right now, but I can't, oh. I can't. Oh, so you might actually be getting on a show that you No, really... I'm not getting on the show. Okay, wait, what? I'm if I had to pick a show that I wanted to work on currently okay. that's still in pre-production, they're about to start production on it, it'd be the Lord of the Rings series for Amazon Prime in New oh, Zealand. Oh, word, okay. I would be head over heels for that. That'd be insane. It's New Zealand. And New Zealand's gorgeous. Do you, do My you, little brother what? went to New Zealand two or three years ago. And he said it was the most breathtaking place he has ever gone to. That's awesome. Too. And just hearing that, and then they announced the show for Amazon Prime, I was just like, I want to get on the show so bad. Are they keeping it in continuity with the movies? Yes. Or? Oh, heck yeah. Peter Jackson is the executive producer. So yeah, they're okay, keeping well, it in that, continuity. That, that makes sense. Um, so they're probably just like taking other, other Middle Earth stories, because J.R. Tolkien wrote so many. Yes. Okay. Yes. 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 <laughs> the story is the second age. If you don't, if you yeah, know your Lord of the Rings, it's the rise of Sauron and the corruption of the rings and the first. Well, I wouldn't really say the first war. It's really the second war. If you gotcha. if you're a big Tolkien fan, and you you know what I'm talking about. You may judge me for this. I've only read The Hobbit. <gasps> Naughty. But 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 I've bought I bought all of the books. I just need to sit down and read them. So right now yes, I'm bouncing do. between uh, a pretty a great book by Levi Lusco, and I'm reading that with my dad. We're just kind of you know enjoying it together. And the other one I'm reading on my own is Hitchhikers. I've read the first one. Who doesn't just, love Hitchhikers? It's so good, dude. The it's comedy is genius. It's a great book. Uh, so I've read the first one. I hadn't read the rest of them, but I got the ultimate edition that had all five books and the short story. Mm-hmm. So I'm just gonna go through the whole thing and read it. So that's what I'm kind of reading right now. No joke. Oh, getting lovely mic noises. I love you all. Oh, that wasn't terrifying at all. There we yeah, go. Make sure it's still recording. I just it's still recording. Sure. It's still recording. Oh, it's still recording. Okay, well, tell me about tell me about Halloween. Halloween was crazy. Okay, it was absolutely crazy. And the In stuff a good I've way, seen, or... the stuff I saw, I don't know if it's PG thirteen because the movie's rated R. Well, yeah. But the stuff I saw was absolutely crazy. Now, the stuff you saw about absolutely crazy that is maybe not PG-13, are we talking violent type or? Possibly violent. Okay. I think you can talk about possibly violent. Okay, so without going graphic, I watched a woman get pulled out of a car. Oh, word. It was insane that's crazy dude okay so they're going because i don't really want to i don't want to talk about the scene too much because it was spoiled it'll spoil the movie but seeing jim courtney who played michael you Mm -hmm. know he's the double for michael pull this woman out of the car with no wires it was just a stunt man he just he just did it from what okay (laughs) i'm just like i really want to talk about it but i'm just like I mean, if it makes the movie, it makes the movie. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But from what I saw, he busts the window. Right. Grabs her by the hair. Oh, my And gosh. rips her out of the car. Dude, onto the stunt holy mat. Holy crap. It was insane. Did he actually pull her by the hair? Surely. No, no, no. Yeah, it, it's it's a wig. 
Dang. The strong tail wig. Well, if you think of the continuity of the Michael Myers trilogy, he's always been supernatural. Supernatural, yeah, superhuman. Like supernatural sort of kind of weird. So to him to bust a car window with his hand and rip her out of the car mm-hmm. is supernatural. Which I need to watch the 2018 Halloween. Fantastic. I, I, I need to watch it. I uh, Back in October, I watched the first Halloween for the first time. I loved it. It was really cool. It wasn't super scary. I watched it on my own, which was it's probably a, a bad idea. It's a thriller more than a horror movie. It's yeah, a thriller. I, I think I enjoy thrillers more than I do like actual scary it's movies. It's thriller horror. It's not yeah. jump scare horror. Jump scare horror, you know, I've, I don't I've really, watched I don't movies like forever since I was a little kid. When they started introducing jump scare horror, that's when I became less afraid because I'm like, oh, it's around the corner. Like, ah! Yeah, it's just supposed For to be me, loud noise. Spoopy. Yeah, it's a, it's a loud noise. Uh-oh. It's stinky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. So when they started doing jump scares for horror, I became less terrified. Like me and my wife, we, we go to amusement parks all the time during like Halloween. Mm. And it's the same method. It's not it's like, just... Jump scare. It's not an existential dread. It's yeah. bleh, and you're like, okay. When I you first... tried to scare me. Woo. Yeah. I'm not scared because that's modern day horror. It's all boo. So, oh, okay. When I first watched uh, The Shining, yeah, dude, existential it just, dread. It had that same feeling the entire movie, and it and it just kind of builds up over time to the climax of the film, which is. Super cool, and I feel like Doctor Sleep did that a little bit, but it wasn't even Doctor Sleep wasn't even like a thriller. It was it was a completely different genre, but it felt right. It's kind of a superhero movie, honestly. Did you ever get around to watch The Lighthouse? I did not. The Lighthouse has that same feel, and I loved mm-hmm. it because you didn't know what was going on and you didn't know what was happening, and I loved it. That's super cool. I'm just I, like I wanted to it see kept it me on the edge of the chair. The trailer. It kept me on the edge of the trail. Uh, uh, the chair. The, the trail. The trail. It kept me on the edge of the trail. You watched it on a trail, which is just a terrible idea for watching a horror film in the middle of a trail. You'll just get murdered, dude. It's a bad idea. That wasn't funny. You die of dysentery on the way. Oregon <laughs> Trail. Dysentery. Oregon Trail, dude. Holy crap. They've got polio. Great. Where did this come from? We're watching a movie. Did you ever name like your characters like really stupid stuff? Nah. Really? Nah. Oh, dude, that's boring. You gotta, you gotta name it like Goofy Crab. Like, I remember one time, dude, Goofy Crab, dude, Goofy Crab. That I could, I could rename the show to that, Goofy Crab, Goofy Crab. Uh, like I remember one time, uh, playing it with my sister, well, like years ago, right? And we named, we, we named all of the uh, the their, our characters after like rappers, right? And uh, Nicki Minaj died of the dysentery. So that's... <laughs> <laughs> Eminem broke his leg on the trail and had to, like, and it, like, it got infected. It was Oh, crazy. no, Walter. <laughs> no. No. Marshall, no. Marshall Mathers, no. Marshall Mathers. Why did you Dude. break your leg? <laughs> I think he, like, fell out of the wagon whenever we were crossing a creek or some crap. How do you break your leg in a creek? Very carefully. 
Did, did you fall out of the wagon? Yeah, that's what it said. Oh. <laughs> he said he fell out of the wagon while we were trying to cross the, the creek. Like, you know, like we were either floating it or, or whatever. Dude, that was the most stressful okay, thing. If you're in floating the world. a wagon and you break your leg falling in the water, you are a frail child. <laughs> I mean, it looks a bit skinny. He, he might be frail. He could take me, but he looks like he could break his leg. <laughs> <laughs> The look you gave me whenever I said that, I had to emphasize, no, he could he could absolutely smack me around. <laughs> okay, dude, what was your reaction whenever you got the call for Halloween? It's just like a normal job. I'm mm. just like, yeah, I'm available to work. Cool. I mean, when I got my call for Swamp Thing, I, I was excited, nervous, nervous and excited at the same time because that was like my first big, big show. But after you work, Big show after big you show after big show. To You're just like, okay, it's another day at the office. I just, which is super cool. I just go to work. Wow. And I just work the movie. You have a certain genre that you enjoy working on the most. Um, so far it's been you know, Swamp Thing's a mix between thriller, horror, sci-fi, mm. superhero, and then Uncle Frank was a period piece. Jim really? Stones, you know, was comedy. Yeah. And then Halloween was obviously a horror. So I really don't have experience in action films. I don't have experience in sci-fi other than, like, indie projects here in town. But, you know, they're indies. They're yeah. not the big mainstream mm-hmm. action movies and totally sci-fi. Cool. So I really don't have an opinion. But so far, I've really enjoyed working with the comedy. Comedy school. Period piece. Period pieces are cool. But, you know, trying to get everything to match up. Imagine it's a little difficult. It's difficult. Yeah. Especially when you're trying to fit the aesthetic, because the aesthetic of the movie takes place in like the 1970s, 80s. Gotcha. So it's really hard to match that up with current day technology. You have to go out and find these items that either don't exist anymore, or you have to restore them to make them work. Wow. That's yeah. really, it, it, you know, I don't think people appreciate a lot of the times everything that goes into into filmmaking. Like, I mean, you look at the credits and it's like a mile long list of people that had to help because of all the little tiny minutiae that goes into everything, mm-hmm. you know, and people don't appreciate that. I mean, you've got, dude, there's, there's somebody for everything and there's always something that you don't think about. And then you're like, oh, wait a minute. There's a person that has to do that. There's a person for accounting. For, I didn't know they did money. They they call <laughs> they call clothespins C forty sevens to get paid. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. As soon as you see your name in the credits, you get all giddy. Really? You get super giddy. When's the first time you saw your name in the credits? I saw my name in the credits for Gemstones, and I was super giddy. It's like. <laughs> there I am, I'm right there. What? Oh well, uh, we're, I was about to go back to what episode that was, but I mean, we don't want to bring up IMDb again whenever it's being a goof. Yeah, it's being a goof it's on the mobile app. A big old goof. What movies as a kid inspired you to want to? Well, I've learned to be a filmmaker since I was ten years old, mm. so it really it it probably dates back further than that. My mom always said like I played with my action figurines and. Play with my Legos and my brothers mess with them. I was just like, stop it. <laughs> I get all mad, huffy puffy, picked them up, and took them to my room, put them exactly the way I had them. Like every single time. And I'd tell stories with them. So if I had to go to dinner, I stopped there, went to dinner, came back, finished the story. 
Like, it was super intricate. Yeah. But yeah. I think the movies that really influenced me as a kid, you know, I grew up in the 90s, so it was like Jurassic Park, the Star Wars films, Indiana Jones. It was all the classic films that, you know, are not really modern day. But, you know, spending time a lot with my grandparents, they watched Turner Classic movies a lot. Mm-hmm. So it was like Lawrence of Arabia. It was Planet of the Apes. It was, you know, a lot, a lot of the more classical movies I watched with my grandparents. But for me, it was, you know, Jurassic Park, Star Wars, Indiana Jones, stuff that me and my Heck brothers yeah. could watch. So I have a really big cornucopia of films underneath my, my belt that really inspired me as a child. Yeah, I, don't, you know, I, I think do, people usually do ask that kind of question, like, what is one movie you can attribute? It's like, mm, you can't you do can't. that. Like, I mean, my dad was really big in the Western, so I watched yeah. Westerns with my dad. My grandparents, they were in the soaps, and so I watched, I sat down every Wednesday with my great grandmother and watched soap operas. It was <laughs> did you weird. Have a favorite one? No, I did not. <laughs> it was not a fun time for a five year old watching <laughs> Fair. the soaps. Fair enough. And once the shows were on, you were quiet. You do not interrupt things of our lives. Okay? Nope. That was Toots' That's, favorite. That was that was her that favorite. Was her, no, that was Toots' favorite. My great grandmother before she passed away. That was her favorite show. So that and the Young and the Restless. Those were on. You were enough. dead silent. Mom always talks about one that it was like the only show her mom ever watched. It was, I forget what it was. Keeping up appearances, something like that. So I don't know what it was. But, like, she talks about it a lot every time she talks about her mom, like, in TV. Like, mom was, mom grew up. And see, like, and it kind of, it's fun looking at how much things have changed, even, like, for me, in between me and, like, my little brothers. Because there's a six-year difference between me and my two younger brothers, right? Um, And you can kind of see where mom was like, oh, okay, this is okay, and this isn't, and whatever. When I was growing up, for majority of my childhood i couldn't watch pokemon couldn't watch sad days yeah dude it was upsetting that's why i'm not like super into pokemon right now i like i enjoy it but it's like not my necessarily my thing um it's my thing i know it's your (laughs) thing oh i know (laughs) uh couldn't watch power rangers um yeah (gasps) naughty and static shock was off the table what yeah because that was a big superhero show dude static shock was incredible and Static Shock could be DC's Spider-Man if they gave him a chance. But, but they won't. They nope. Won't. Because only Batman sells. And Superman. That's the only thing they do. And Superman. Honestly, it's not even like Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman that are the DC Trinity. It's like Batman, Joker, and Harley Quinn. Because those are the only ones that they're pushing. Like, at all. But anyway. Right. Uh, Where's Martian Manhunter? It wasn't until, like... <laughs> <laughs> Dude, okay, the whole Snyder Cut stuff, can we talk about this for a minute? First of all, do you think it exists? No. <laughs> I think, and I've done a little bit of, like, really looking into it, I think maybe ver- you could have a version of it, but the version that Snyder wanted to make, literally impossible for it to exist. I don't think it exists. The reason I don't think it exists is because it builds people hype mm-hmm. to go try and find it. Mm. That's why I don't think it exists. It's so, to hype it up. It's, oh. it's a gaslighting maneuver. Really? Mm-hmm. You think Warner Brothers is intentionally? Sure. We want the Snyder up. Cut, and then they'll release the Snyder Cut, which is you know, fifteen to thirty minutes extra scenes. Yeah. Which and you, just like you really it's think, the same movie. Do you really think fifteen minutes would save Justice League? 
Probably not. No. <laughs> I, I saw it and I thought it was a trash movie. I enjoyed it more than I did Batman vs. Superman. <laughs> no. Just, bad movie, bad. I just really like Batman vs. I just really don't like Batman vs. Superman. I almost said a bad thing there. Yes, you did. I despise Batman vs. Superman. And, you know, if someone likes it, they like it. You can like what you like. I just really don't. And Marvel's not cinema. <laughs> Marvel's paying me to like their movies. This podcast that no one listens to. Uh, but, dude, no. Um, I don't know. I remember every time I watched Batman vs. Superman, I hate it more. There's one scene that I like okay. out of that movie. That entire movie, there's only one scene. And that's the introduction of the Batman. That is the only scene that I can give it credit for. Oh, the weird thing where he's like crab walking on the yes. ceiling? That because was freaky. It's freaky and terrifying, and that's how Batman's portrayed in the comics. How do you think he's Robin? always lurking in the shadows. Mm. You don't know where he is until it's too late. That is the one Which credit cool. I can give to that movie. And then, I don't know, it just feels like the branding was weird. But it made sense if they were going for Dark Knight Returns. But why were they going for Dark Knight Returns in his first appearance? Because Zack Snyder is, is Zack Snyder. Is Zack Snyder. Well, God the one King. quarrel that people had right. about that movie was Batman using weaponry. Oh, I hated the fact he killed people. There is a cause and effect for that. Mm. Back in well, the 1940s, I mean, in the original, yeah. Batman had revolvers. Yeah, He actually fair. killed people. It wasn't until the 1950s, 60s where they moved away from that, mm. where he was just a mass vigilante capturing criminals and turning them into to Gordon. That's how he rolled. But in the 40s, he killed people. And yeah, he killed totally. a lot of people. I mean, there's one famous panel of him, like, literally just hanging a dude from the bat plane. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 stu- it's harsh stuff. And I agree. But I, it's I like, during the time. The if you look at the 1940s, mm-hmm. it was fighting fascism in Germany mm-hmm. and the Japanese for World War II. Which was So it made sense that Batman for, killed yeah. people because he's, you know, pro-America, go kill everybody else yeah. who's not. Mm-hmm. an ally of yours i mean that that was a lot with like even superman and mm-hmm. captain america i mean that, that's what captain america was born out of yep which is it's punching fun. hitler in the face yep it's, it's fun <laughs> yeah well and see that's what's so cool about that 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 first issue of captain america is that was before we joined the war mm-hmm. and and that was just like it's an inspirational comic uh, yeah it was that i mean that was the turn during the time where like uh, I mean, like, politically speaking, we were going back and forth. Should we join the war? Should we not? People were dying, and we were doing nothing. And and then Jack King Kirby draws a man dressed in an American flag, punching Adolf Hitler in the mouth, dude. That's cool, dude. That That's baller. Like, that's just, that's something that I don't, Love it. I don't think it. we do anymore, you know? I don't know. That's It's cool. That's really cool. But we don't do that anymore. Yeah, we, we have our superheroes, and that's how we like them. Yep. And we don't, yeah. And then if some something changes, or they do something different, everyone yells at them. What do you mean, the Falcons, Captain America now? Yeah, what, what do you mean? What do you, what, what do you mean there's a, there's a Muslim Miss Marvel? What are you, what are you doing? Do, do they realize how many times Steve Rogers has passed away? Yeah, we are. Too many times. Every time someone dies in the comics, they make it. Winter a big Soldier deal, has become Captain America. Falcon has become Captain America. I think at one point, Hawkeye did it first. Hawkeye for like an was issue. Captain America. Yep. So for you know, Falcon to get Cap Shield, it makes sense. I was just like, they've done this before, but it's cool. Yeah, and yeah, I'm fine with it. 
and and in the movies, I feel like it, it fits probably the movies the most. I mean, obviously you saw Endgame. I did. Because um, my boss on Uncle Frank was the key rigging grip for a second unit. Really? That's so cool. That's so cool. So when I came back to set, you know, I was working with Paul Bettany, and Paul Bettany's like, notice somebody's di- uh, missing. It's like, yeah, where were you? Yeah, did he? Okay. <laughs> Spill the beans. Was he on set? Or did he film anything for Endgame? And then it got cut? No. Okay. <laughs> cool. They usually don't do a lot My of My direct like answers, that. I'm just going to go straight to the mic. Yes. <laughs> no. No, because, like, I mean, obviously, they were probably eventually planning on bringing him back. I mean, they had the concept art of him all gray out like he was in, like, the 90s or Which 80s. was amazing. That was an amazing story arc. If you haven't yes, read, if you haven't read it, where he read where it. It comes back and he's yes. all robotic and stuff, yeah. Which, but he's not the same vision. No, it's a completely different person which because is, Tony has to reprogram him. Yeah, which I think they're going to lean into for the uh, Wanda Vision show. Mm. Well, I, I don't. I think out of all of them that are coming, first of all, Captain America is my favorite character, so I'm really excited for Falcon Winter Soldier. Because it looks cool. You're going to get classic Falcon outfit. Uh, the USA agent is going to be in it. Uh, Zemo's getting his mask. Like, all this really cool stuff. And I love Hawkeye. And I'm looking forward to Jeremy Renner coming back and all this other stuff. Because, you know, he hasn't really gotten enough to do except for an Age of Ultron. But WandaVision looks really weird. And I like weird. Uh, and I like it whenever they do weird different stuff like they even like it's even been reported that they're going to film part of it in front of a live studio audience like it's Mm -hmm. a sitcom that's that's the premise that's so cool that's the premise that's different and it's weird and i like different and weird that's why guardians worked so well is because it was different and weird and and it had heart and it had the guts to do something that was against the grain but that's that's james gunn james gunn's always against against the grain James Gunn always gets the gun. Ha, he ha, jumps ha, the gun. Ha, hey. Hey. <laughs> okay, what do you think about... How do you think his Suicide Squad movie is going to turn out? I'm iffy. I've always been iffy on DC's uh, films. I think I've always fair. Been. It's definitely fair. Like, when they, they rebooted Batman back in 2005, you know, I was mm-hmm. freshman in high school. I was just like, really? Another Batman? Because painstaking memory of Batman, Batman and, Robin. and Robin. You get the bat nipples, dude. I'm just like... Do we really need that? And then I saw the dark uh, Batman Begins. I was just like, Batman Begins blew my mind. This is Batman. This is terrifying Batman. Of course, you know, I'm Batman. (laughs) He didn't really do the voice that bad in the first one. It was the second one. It was you know, was Dark Knight and Rises that did it really bad. But seeing Batman Begins, you good? Yeah, I was just checking, seeing the uh, the time. Yeah, we're good. You're a tamer. But seeing Batman Begins, seeing Batman Begins really re-inspired. I was just like, this is how DC movies need to be. Absolutely. Hyper-realistic, set in real-world boundaries, and being like it is. Mm -hmm. And then they came out with The Dark Knight. And that pushed it further. Pushed it further. Then The Dark Knight Rises, I I get it. It was kind of written kind of quick, because originally Heath Ledger was going to make a reappearance as Joker. You can tell. But they had to switch it with Bane really fast. And it was okay. It was Bane okay. Was, yeah. That's the thing about the movie. I think it, it's not as bad as people, some no. people say. And it's definitely not a masterpiece like other people say. 
I, I think it's it's a it's a fine film, but I think it just disappointed a lot of people because you went from Batman Begins to Dark Knight to it's good, an okay movie. Yeah, you went from an okay movie to an amazing movie, and, and that was back during, to an okay movie, and that was during the the same year as like Avengers came out, right? Yep. And that blew people's mind because it did something new that had never been done before. Uh, so, like, I, I think. I don't know. I think just some a lot of people were disappointed with it, which is understandable. I mean, I was I disappointed. It. I, I enjoy it. It's definitely the weakest out of the trilogy. But and this is a weird opinion, but Batman Begins is is my favorite out of all of it because it's the best Batman movie we've got. Maybe it's not the best movie that has Batman in it, but it's definitely the best Batman movie. Say mine would be The Dark Knight, just like mm. everyone else's, because oh, yeah. it is a strong movie. Do you it have is a strong, strong movie. Theatrically released Batman movie is Dark Knight your favorite out of all the theatrically released? Mm. Mask of the Phantasm? Because mm. that's my favorite. Mm. It's a split. It's a split? It's a split. Between what? Phantasm and Dark Knight? No, it, it's Dark Knight and the original Batman with Keaton. Oh, It's dude. a split. Keaton was great. It's People a split. don't give him enough credit. Keaton was amazing. But my I Batman love his performance is that what bad flick? <laughs> no, God no! People are gonna fight me for it. It's Kevin Conroy. Oh, Kevin Conroy is my if Batman. Anyone fights I, you over that? I grew up in the nineties, so I watched the animated series with Mark Hamill and Kevin Conroy. Those are my Batman and Joker. Yeah, and they've always been that for almost thirty years. Well, you know, he's playing Batman live action. Yeah, Kingdom Come. Yeah, and I'm like, finally. I mean, it's it's mind blowing that he hadn't played Batman. Period. Well, he's you always know? been the voice. He's always been the voice of and, Batman. But he has the look as well. Yes, he does. Uh, it's kind of disappointing that he hadn't played him until now, until, you know, he's of an older age. So he's he going to be an old man Batman, Batman, which is cool. Which I dig, yeah. I'm they could do a live-action Batman Beyond with him playing Batman. I mean, he's not be, that old yet, but, you know. That would be cool. Or bring it. back Michael Keaton to be old man Batman. That would be also really cool. Michael Keaton's great in everything. He's yes, in. he is. He Even if it's like a subpar movie... He kills him. Like, no matter what it is, he's just good in everything. He was a great villain in Homecoming. Yes, he was. And I'm Vulture. looking forward to him coming back, because I'm assuming he is, because they, they're totally doing Sinister Six. Yes, they are. <laughs> I know they are. Oh, word. I know oh, they you are. you got the links, you got the, the scoops. Well, they, they set it all up. Oh, yeah, perfectly. Well, they've got Mysterio, they've got Vulture, they've got Scorpion. You There's could see three. from them. Yes, I did. Do you think he's dead? Who? Quentin Beck. No. You think he lived? Yes. See, I'm wondering that too because Spider-Man Phantasm. looks at him. Well, yeah, see, Spider-Man looks at him and he asks her and he's like, is what I'm seeing real? And she says that all the holograms are down. He didn't ask, is he dead? Which yeah, I'm so like, the holograms down. <clears throat> I'm like that. That doesn't seem like a smart thing to do, hon. Uh, yikes, dude. So he's alive. He's got to be. Either that, or they were just intentionally leaving the door open just in case. Well, how are you going to introduce the Sinister Six without another member? Because Mysterio was a member for the Sinister Six for a long time, and they could. But they there's could. one, one key player. Scorpion. No. Green Goblin. Who sets up the Sinister Doctor Six? Octopus. There you go. Okay. There you who, go. If you could cast anyone as Doc Ock right now, who would it be? 
seen a lot of people say Mark Hamill, but I don't know no. if I like that. No, 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 no. I'd rather him be in a Guardians movie as, like, a cosmic character. Somebody to play Otto Octavius. What if Mark know. Hamill played the villain in Guardians 3? That'd be great. That'd be Holy cool. crap. That'd be cool. But going back to Otto Octavius, who would be a good Otto Octavius? Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito, I'm the trash man. I'm the octopus man. I just get in the ring and I throw tentacles all around. And then I ink. Anyway. <laughs> I get too into it. That's fine. But uh, that's kind of hard to you know to pick somebody to yeah. play Otto Octavius. And and I will say, that's one thing that the... There's one lady, and I feel bad, I can't remember her name. But it's the lady who does all of like the main casting for the Avengers movies. Like the entire MCU movies. That lady goes underappreciated. Because I cannot think of an... A single actor in the movies that has been miscast, honestly, like it's perfect every time. And I don't, I don't, I don't understand. Even if it's like somebody that I'm like, oh, I don't know about that. And then it's like I see the movie, I'm like, okay, yeah, no, nope, I, I, okay, <laughs> they nailed it, they nailed it every, every time. time. Let me look up some old actors. Uh, some old there. actors, not not old or like ancient. Yeah, Arnold, look at me. I'm the I, octopus. Uh, I'm the octopus. Well, you look at you. James Cameron wanted to play in his Spider-Man movie in the 90s. He wanted Arnold as Doc Ock. Oh, good God. Yeah, and because James Cameron, Cameron was going to do his uh, his Spider-Man movie, he wanted Dr. Octopus and Sandman in it. And Doc Ock was going to be played by Arnold. And this is like 90s Arnold Schwarzenegger. So it's like... I, I guess a little after T2, probably. I don't know. <laughs> mm, trying to think, trying to think, trying to think. You're really brainstorming this Doc Ock question. Yes, I am. I'm, I appreciate it. You're welcome. I'm just trying to think who could actually play him well. Well, because, like, Alfred Molina nailed it. That was perfect. Uh, Spider-Man 2 is still one of the best Spider-Man movies. Uh, I think probably the three best Spider-Man movies are... Spider-Man 2, Far From Home, and Spider-Verse. Spider-Verse being number one, I think. Really? You disagree? I think I think it's the tightest, most coherent, and well-told story. And it has a really good message behind it. But. It does have a good message behind it, but I think my number one Spider-Man film so far would be Spider-Man 2. Fair. It's Sam Raimi. Sam Raimi's awesome. Sam Raimi killed it every time. Even in Spider-Man 3, which you could tell, that was not a Sam Raimi movie. That was a Sony movie. That's what well, Spider-Man yeah. 3 was. You can see glimpses of Sam Raimi coming through, especially with the Sandman stuff. Dude, Danny Elfman's score for Spider-Man 3 was incredible. Yes, it that was. That goes unappreciated. The friggin', every time that Sandman shows up and it's like, boom, I was like, oh, here we go. That movie made made Sandman my favorite villain. Sandman is really? my favorite villain. Yeah. I love the Sandman. You didn't cool love character. Topher Grace's Venom? He didn't love Topher Who's apparently the evil Toby evil, Maguire. <laughs> evil Spider-Man. I'm gonna uh, get Spider-Man. He quit the 70s show for that. Yeah, he did. That poor man. That poor man. Alright, out of this list. Okay. Out of this list. What, did you look like list of actors who could play Doc Ock? No. I, I could do that. Just give me a second. It was just fan cast? Okay. Do you have a fan cast for Fantastic Four for Marvel? No. Oh, well, other than Jim, uh, John Krasinski and Emily, Emily Blunt. Blunt, yeah, because well, they want they want to do it anyway. I think uh, interesting pick for Doctor Doom for me 
Michael Fassbender. Because I but love Michael Fassbender. But he's already Fass- been Mysterio. Magneto. Jake Gyllenhaal was Mysterio. That's right, that's right, that's right. You big nerd. You big nerd. I mean big nerd. I mean big nerd. Says the guy who just correct you on, on what actor played what supervillain. Yeah, okay. You big nerd. You big nerd. You big nerd. <laughs> Dude, no, like, I like Michael Fassbender a lot, and I would have rather have had Mads Mikkelsen play Doctor Doom, but considering he played Caecilius and is dead, um, yeah, that, that ain't gonna happen. Doctor Strange 2 is gonna be fun. I'm excited for that. Okay. I don't know. So it's not really giving me on this one. So if I had to pick, you know, because Otto Octavius is an older, 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 older fellow, guy. Yeah. If I had to pick between this list, two actors that could possibly, possibly do it, mm-hmm. it would either be Russell Crowe. Oh, okay. Or or Jeff Bridges. Well, Jeff Bridges was already Ironmonger in the first Iron Man. True, true. Never mind. So probably just Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe's a... I never thought of Russell Crowe. Do you think he'd do a superhero movie? Probably not. Fair enough. Probably not. But if I had to take it, you know... Just if you could get in Here's a lot of money. Just mm-hmm. take it. Dude... Do this. I would do it for and a while. I'll, and I'll like, get. Yeah, dude. You want a new plane? We'll buy you a new plane. Do you plane. want 30 you, new yachts? Do you want a big yacht from Abu Dhabi? We'll, we'll you write want, you a check. Do you want more phones to throw at people? Really? That really? was a long time ago, and Russell Crowe's an amazing actor, cool father, and a good musician. And he's also here in town. Yeah, and I would love Word. to meet him. He seems like a cool dude. Good luck. He's got arms. It'll security. never happen. He's got Unless arms I get on the movie, which I. I'm trying. No, nobody, nobody uh, that is that I know that has uh, applied for PA work on that has gotten a callback. So nope. they probably um, it's I'm an not, LA company. So oh yeah, LA companies are usually weird about local kind of yeah. Well, first they're supposed to hire local. I'm supposed, but they're just like I'm gonna bring in our own PAs. Okay. Uh, hey, are you gonna use any Wilmington people? No. <laughs> yes, I'm glad you knew where I wanted to go with that. <laughs> Thank you so much for following that. That was great. You're welcome. Uh, okay. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think. By the way, keep it in the back of your head. The way that we end the show is we have a segment called Take It or Leave It, where it's like something good and something not so good from the week. So it can be something trivial, like, I saw this movie and it was really like, I liked it. Or you can be like, hey, something deep, right? Because usually we back we bounce back and forth just something fun that you're taking and something not great that you're leaving also dylan and anthony added their own thing where dylan started snapping after we said take it so now we're doing that and anthony made it so we clap every time so it's like three two one clap right oh yeah okay i'm keeping it because it it worked okay so why not right sounds good you have a you have a favorite uh student project that you've worked on here at the school Favorite student project that I've just come for the program. You don't have to answer if you think it would be awkward to answer and maybe make few people feel whatever. I'm just trying to think of. I've worked with a lot of projects, a lot of projects. I mean, yeah. How long have you been a tutor? Uh, I've been a tutor for going on four years now. Yeah, I mean that. That's a lot of projects. A lot of projects. That's that's two final seasons a year. 
They're just waving. Oh, who is it? It's Anthony. Oh, they're done. Okay, cool. Yeah, we'll 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 wrap soon. They can We're take their time. They can take their time. They can <laughs> they, go get a coffee. They break. can wait. They can wait. They can go to Port City. They they they, 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 they can go okay, get can, their own coffee. You know what, dude? Holy crap! I love having a coffee shop in the school, even if Port City is really expensive. It's okay. It's okay. I'm I'm okay with it. It makes you feel fancy. Look at there. There's Chris. Just, Chris is dude, looking in like you know, with goldfish in here. Chris is the goldfish. Anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> dude. Uh, that is the one thing. Did you know that if you go to Port City and get the coffee, like just a normal coffee, whether iced or hot, you get free refills? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that until halfway through the semester, and that's what I've been doing like almost every day. I get like two, like, like a, a refill or two every time, and it's only like two bucks for like three cups of coffee. Mm-hmm. Doing. <laughs> yeah, so I quit, I quit energy drinks recently. Good. Mm-hmm. They're bad for the ticker. You guys kept making jokes about the bang, and then my mom was actually genuinely concerned. If she's listening, hi mom. Uh, hi mommy. <laughs> I love you very much. Uh, dude, uh, she she was concerned. She's like, you really got to be careful. Don't like, don't do that. Whatever. And then she sent me. I think the last straw was she sent me a, a Facebook article, not like a Facebook article, but an article through Facebook Messenger. And she's like, I need you to read this. I didn't. I read the headline. And yeah, headlines are usually misleading, but. If you drink energy drinks, you're going to die at a premature age. Basically. You're like, oh, like, no. You're like 500% more likely to, like, for strokes and stuff like that. Well, because yeah, of it condenses because, your arteries and yeah. it speeds up your heart rate and your blood, you know, yeah. thickens. And, yeah, I never felt like I was going to have a heart attack. That's not true. I, I One time I did. I had two bangs in a row because I was stupid and it was 3 a.m. No. Um, yeah, and I felt my heart, and I was like, ah, "I'm never, never doing this again." Uh, Mom, if you're listening, I'm sorry. Uh, sorry, mommy. <laughs> sorry, mommy. I know uh, I sound like Kermit the Frog, but I'm sorry, Kermit mommy. Kermit the Frog. Kermit the Frog. Have you ever done my Jordan Peterson for you? No. So it's like it's like uh, hi ho, Kermit the Frog here, and like a little bit of a little bit of George Lucas. You know, he's a funnier character than we've ever had before. <laughs> if you add both of those together. You get, uh, nope, nope, that ain't right. Hold on, I can do Jordan. No, let me do it. You ever had that moment when you're trying to do a voice and you just can't? No. All right, cool. You're talking to a guy who does puppetry, too. Okay, so. you know what, how about you shut up? Okay, well, here, how about this? I'm working at, I did a stupid voice with my brothers the other day, and I like the voice, and I've given it a character. I did a little bit of it earlier, and you probably heard it. But I'm I'm calling him like Uncle Terrence. He's like Uncle Uncle Terrence. Uncle Terrence is the, the he lived he lived in uh, the middle of the neighborhood, and he like he always had the best barbecue sauce. You know what I mean? You think he got the best barbecue sauce? He got the best barbecue sauce. Man, you need to come down to the Louisiana. Oh really? And so yeah. I can you give know. you some of my ghetto sauce that I make. You know, I moved out of Louisiana and I saw it halfway in Wilmington. Now listen here, boy. What mm-hmm. I do mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. that when I cut out, I get up. Is that I brew the barbecue sauce inside of his stomach for oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 25 minutes mm. inside of a big stone pot. Summer. And then after that, what I do is I pop it like a balloon mm-hmm. and I put it in a jar. Oh, like a, like a balloon? Like, like, a, no. like a water balloon? Yeah. Well, I know I'm a balloon. But it, it, it get a stomach and then I poked it like a balloon and I popped into the jar. Now, let me tell you, uh, this is, this is, 
This that's my a, Swampy John impression. That's Swampy John. That's Swampy John. Is that John. your character? If you so follow me like, on Snapchat, you'll occasionally get a Swampy John. A little Swampy John. A little bit of Swampy John. Sound like it's on the body. Swampy on the John way and Uncle Terrence sound like they're related. It's weird. One next door night bus. Oh, well, yeah, 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 yeah. I moved, I moved out of the wheelchair. Uh, I was chasing a job as, uh, uh, I can't say what I was about to say. What he was going to do, what he was going to say is that uh, I parked my airboat in his yard and that uh, he called the cops on me. Yeah, and then I, 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 right. you know. We, I came in witness protection program. No, he doesn't come on a witness protection program. I thought that, you know, he, he, he called the police on me. <laughs> the police? Oh, dude. I parked my boat in his driveway by accident. You know, I had a special recipe this barbecue sauce, <laughs> right? <laughs> I take that sweet baby rays, take a little bit of sweet baby rays, put some mayonnaise, right? And that Creole seasoning, sprinkle. Just sprinkle it in. Well, let me ask you a question, John. Okay. Perhaps Blue Ribbon or Mount Liquor. I'm going to go with that uh, uh, Cold 45. Cold 45, y'all. Because yeah, like after, I get, Williams, I, after I get done with the Cold 45, because of the glass bottle, I just put it in the swamp and wash the sink. Yeah, wash the sink. That's literally. Can't, Nobody can't, need to know that. that. You, you tell the, the alligators. Nobody need to know that. Alligators going to swat. What, what are that boy doing in that window? And, and talk to them. Look at that boy in the window. He's he looking at us like you a, like slipped like into a, a little bit Caribbean there for a second. You're like, look at that boy in the window. Look at that boy in the window <laughs> over <laughs> there. He looking like a lizard. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Take it or leave it. One good thing, one not so great thing. Something you're taking, something you're leaving. You want to start or you want me to start? I'll let so you I, start so I can get the get rhythm. A, okay, well, uh, for Take It, I'll do something kind of basic. Uh, uh was listening to more some CCR, Creedence Clearwater Revival this week. Um, super great, dude. Incredible band. I think my favorite album by them, and I'm not talking like the compilation greatest hits, whatever. I mean, like, just best album that they released <clears throat> is probably Cosmos Factory. Because it... First of all, it starts with Ramble Tamble, and that song is incredible, but... Just Mom, he wants that on vinyl for Christmas this year. I want that on vinyl really badly. Anybody, my birthday is December 2nd, and Christmas is on December 5th, uh, 25th. I don't know when Christmas is, sorry. Um, 25th of December, bro. Sorry, Jesus, I don't remember your birthday. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, dude, that... The last two songs on it, the last song is uh, Put a Candle in the Window, which is a super good song. But the one before it is their cover of Heard It Through the Grapevine. I don't know if you've ever heard it. It's 11 minutes long. Oh, boy. And it's perfect. It's one of my favorite songs. Um, it's like it's like Freebird, where they just eventually, they're just like, just playing, you know. And there's like minute, like three minute stretches before more. Yes. There, yeah, I heard the song. I heard it through the grapevine. They're playing music like going through the grapevine. All right, that's why I hate you. Um, no, you don't. <laughs> I don't. I can never stay mad at you. No. <laughs> <laughs> Is that just going to be a thing now? That's going to be a just, thing for me. Where we're just going to be. No. No. <laughs> Dude, okay. Um, for a leave, I don't really know. What am I going to take uh, or leave this week? Oh, wait. Sorry. Snaps. Because take oh oh all up in the microphone I like yes <laughs> no um, <laughs> all right uh, leaving this week I'm gonna leave uh, stress dude because like 
right here at the end of the semester, I have to film John Thick 2. And I have to get another short film done for the end of the year before the spring semester so that I can skip over the summer class that I missed because of the bullcrap, whatever uh, job I had during the summer that didn't work. Um, because I missed that, I'm behind. And I want to graduate during the summer. Yeah, I don't want to come back a year later and have to retake it with people I don't even know, right? So, I'm like, okay, I talked to Duke. I'm like, all right, is there any way? And he's like, of course there's a way. Of course there's a way. There's, there's, always, a way. <laughs> there's always a way. Of course you have to you know, just ask me, idiot. I was like, all right, cool. Thanks, thanks, Duke. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> thanks, Dad. He's the film lab dad. Um, but, yeah, you know, he's like, make like an eight to ten minute short film, whatever, whatever. Um, and, you know, I, last night, I was getting a little overwhelmed and I was just kind of like airing it out. Uh, it was like the first time me and my mom had talked in depth about anything in a little bit. And, uh, and she was like, you should have just came to me. Here's a place that you could film this like westerny area. And I was like, thanks, mom. Thanks, mom. Well, thank you, a, mommy. She's a photographer. so <laughs> Thank you, mommy. Uh, she's a photographer, so she knows and she has connections because she's been doing it for like 10 years now. So like, me being the stupid head that I am, didn't ask her about it. Because I'm smart like that. But I don't know. I think it's just, it's more evidence to the idea that, you know, don't overthink anything. And don't let anything kind of overtake you with stress. Because it's nowhere near as bad as your brain wants you to think it is. Oh, yeah. Always. Oh, yeah. So, anyway. Oh, right. Uh, three, two, one. There it is. Oh, that was nice. I like how you stopped it halfway through. But anyway. Yeah, I'm cool. All right. So... So take it. I just, I just take say it's a good thing. Take it's a good thing, and leave it's a bad thing because leave you're it's leaving it behind. Yeah, and you're taking the other thing with you. So, for me to take this week, hmm, <laughs> trying to think, trying to think, trying to think. What can I take? What can I take? What can I take? My Minecraft certain. Oh, my Minecraft server, guys. How much dedicated wham? How much dedicated wham do you need to want a server? Which is, oh, dude, the Minecon <laughs> cringe is amazing. Oh, uh, it's beautiful. I'm trying to think, trying to think. Something I'm to sorry, take. what? Dedicated wham. Dedicated wham for the server. Which is a good question. How much dedicated ram do I need? It's a good question. Dedicated wham. Wham. But something to man. take, something wham. to take from this. Um, <laughs> I'm actually drawing a blank on Do this. Do you want to start with leave it? We can start with leave it. Well, yeah, I, you said stress. And, of course, you know, I'm going through my own stuff. So if yeah. I had to leave something behind, it would be stress as well. Because, you know, stress is the most common thing in the world. and Everybody's yeah. stressed about stuff. Of course, it's around the holiday season. So everybody's going to get mm. a little more stressed and worried. Budgets are tight, but you still yep. want to get people the best thing but you can get them. if I had to say... Which correlates with your stress. The one thing that I would leave behind is worry. Mm. Everybody's worrying about something. Whether it's job, academics, money, travel expenses, something. Everybody's worrying about something. But ultimately, it all works out in the end. Mm. So if I had to leave something here, it's worrying about stuff. A freaking men, dude. Holy crap. That was good. Got deep real quick, and I am not opposed to it. Welcome. All right, brother. I get I get real false off. Oh, wait, right. Three, two, one. Nice. You got it. All right. Now we just need you to take something. Now I just something, need something guy. to take. 
take for this week? Pills. If you're sick. Do not take pills. Children. Only, only if you are sick and you take like a Tylenol. That's That was a joke. I'm sorry. Or other dis- doctors prescribe medications only prescribed by your only, doctor? Only prescribed doctors and like real doctors, not but like the doctor in the crack house down from- the road. What? I'm trying to think. Yeah, something to take. Something to take. Something to take. Something to take. Right, dude, are you stalling this hard for something good that happened this week? Uh, maybe. Maybe. You can't, uh, there's not even something that you just enjoyed this week. Oh, something I enjoyed this week. You could. You could I mean, I said a, an album. Oh, okay. So, well, like, you could do. Whatever if I had you to wanted. take something from this week, is right. that you know, me and my wife work constantly. You know, she works long hours and she's going to school full time. She was working full time. I'm working two jobs if I'm not on a film set. So, a couple of nights ago, she's working on a baby blankie for her sorority big's future baby. Genderless for right now, because they don't want anybody to know if it's a boy or girl. So, she's just dubbed it Potato. Potato. So, my wife's been working on Potato's blanket. I dig it. Non-stop. Like, it's hand-crocheted blankie. Got you. And so I sat down with her and we watched Guardians of the Galaxy because she was just like, I need a fun movie to distract me from, you know, tired Had hands. Had she ever seen it? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Cool. I just need to make sure your wife's cool. But spending quality time with my wife, mm. that's something I can take for me this week because I we're think. hardly home together at the same time. She's been utterly exhausted going to bed before me, like two hours before me. So just sitting around on the couch watching a movie we've both seen – hundred times and her working on a baby blankie where I'm just, you know, coloring with her and just conversing with her. That's something I can take this week. It's just nice to spend time with loved ones. Mmm. 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 That felt good, dude. It good. Oh, that felt good. It felt real good. Oh, yeah. Macho man. Oh, yeah. I got you in the ring. I got you in the ring for three, three minutes. minutes. Three minutes. Three minutes. time. Yeah, okay. What just happened? We went full Macho Man Randy Savage. Never go full Macho Man Randy Savage. Never go full Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> oh, yeah!